Section 92 of Loss of the Sultana by Chester D. Berry. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Section 92. Joseph B. Norris. I was born in Salem Township, Tuscarawas County, Ohio, November 25, 1841, and enlisted in the service of the United States, September 9, 1861, in Company C, 51st Regiment, Ohio Volunteer Infantry. Was taken prisoner at Chickamauga, September 20, 1863, and confined in the Pemberton Building at Richmond, Virginia for two months, at Dansville, Virginia, six months, and Andersonville, Georgia, ten months. Was exchanged at Vicksburg, Mississippi, March 25, 1865, making in all eighteen months and five days a prisoner of war. On April 25th, we received orders for all of the paroled prisoners belonging to the states of Ohio, Indiana, Michigan, and Kentucky to take the train to Vicksburg, our camp being four miles in the rear of the city, as we were to take a steamer that evening to go north. We were placed on board the steamer Sultana. I think the list of prisoners numbered 1,964, with one company of the 58th Ohio and two pieces of artillery as guard, besides cabin passengers and boat's crew. We steamed out of Vicksburg between 4 and 5 o'clock p.m. on the 24th and reached Memphis a little before sundown on the 26th, where we tied up and uploaded quite a number of hogsheads of sugar. The Sultana also took on coal at this point. I think it was about half-past twelve or one o'clock in the morning of the 27th that the boat left Memphis. That was the last that I knew until after the explosion. I had gone to sleep and was on the hurricane deck at the time. I did not hear the report, but was awakened by the cries of my comrades who were running to and fro. Some were screaming, some were praying, and others were shouting and telling the boys to keep cool. I tell you, it was a hard place to keep cool, with the flames sweeping all around. I first went to the Arkansas side to jump overboard, but there were too many there in the water for me. I then went to the Tennessee side and found the same trouble. I started for the boat's stern tearing off my drawers and shirt as I went. Finding things no better there, I thought I would wait until the boat would float down from among the men who were drowning in the water. Just then a strong breeze drove the flame so close as to make it unpleasant, and thinking it about as easy to drown as to burn, I started for the bottom of the Mississippi. I did not quite get there, but coming to the surface I started for shore. After swimming for a long time and being almost chilled to death, I landed in the top of some brush, to which I held till daylight, when I saw a good-sized sycamore log that had lodged in the brush about thirty feet from where I then was. I pulled myself from bush to bush as I was past swimming, and my legs were entirely benumbed with cold. I reached the log after some fifteen or twenty minutes' hard work and pulled myself upon it. All the time I was holding on to the brush in the water, I could hear the boys that had got into trees, as it began to get daylight, crowing like roosters and crying, 
"'Here's your mule.' It was about seven o'clock before I was able to crow. I was picked up by the United States picket boat Pocahontas about ten o'clock a.m. April 27th, without a stitch of clothing on my back, and pretty well tired out as well as peppered by the bites of buffalo gnats. After donning a shirt, given to me by a couple of sanitary ladies, and a pair of overalls from one of the firemen, and drinking a couple of glasses of something that did not look or taste altogether like spring water, I was ready for breakfast, which was on the kitchen table of the Pocahontas. I had not eaten at a table for nearly four years, and was rather awkward, but got there just the same. Post office address is Randolph, Nebraska. End of section 92